When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Tuesday, June the 23rd, it's Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, lots to discuss today. Lots to discuss. But first off, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure that you do all the different live platforms that are out there. We're on Periscope. We're on Twitch. We're on Facebook. We are on YouTube. Share the show out. Click that retweet button. We will remind you again, or the uh, the share button, whichever one it is. Uh, we'll remind you again here momentarily. But let's... Uh, Let's go on with the rest of it. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. Uh, we're diving back into written content. We're going to try and do at least one post a week. Something that's different from what we're talking about on the show. Uh, just to give you guys something extra. We want you to go check out the new layout. Tell us what you like about it, what you don't like, etc. I've gotten a, a few nice emails and whatnot. People seem to enjoy it. So, definitely good. Michael jumps in on Twitch already. He said, what's up, fellas? If you were watching the show live... Right there in your bottom left corner of the screen is the chat box. You guys can help drive the show. Michael said website looks good, Gary. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, jump on in and, and see what's going on. McKinnon jumps in from uh, from overseas. What's up, man? He said, uh, hey, boys, not sure how long I'll be in today, but I got some time to kill, so I'm here. Missed you, fellas. Yeah, we miss you too, buddy. We are glad that you're in today. Um, yeah, so everybody go check out the website. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere that you need to be. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a nice review on Apple Podcast, any of your favorite podcast apps. Hit that subscribe button. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. You know how we do it. Let's go ahead and dive in today. The biggest story in sports right now, from, from what I understand, is Major League Baseball. Is So, let's, let's figure this out. The MLB Players Association rejected the 60-game offer from the owners. So, in turn, the owners have said, okay, cool, we're going to play 60 games. Chris, can you make any sense of this whatsoever? I don't I don't understand. So much has happened from the time baseball started this negotiation, this dance. So many offers have been made, counteroffers have been made, Rejections, walking away, coming back, 
I have no idea. Listen, call me when you're starting. That's all. Call me when you're starting. I really don't even care how many games you're playing. Tell me, advertise out to me when the games are going to be on, where I can find them. Call me when they start. I'll be there. That's that's kind of how I feel about this. I'm really frustrated and kind of done with both of these groups, by the way. Uh, the start date appears to be somewhere around July 24th. That's that's what it looks like. Spring training. No, question is, that's a that's a spring training start date. No, no, right? spring spring training start date will be July first. But they still oh, have so to go through. Oh, we get that start next week. Uh, yes, but Adam, hey, that's how you do something. However, we got a deal. Let's go to work. It's in the NBA thing where we have a deal. We're gonna start in a month and a half. What yeah. the? Well, I mean, ne- next week is when the NBA starts uh, training as well. So well, I understand that, but they've had their deal in place for a month and a half, six weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's true. My question the is, once you have the deal, why are we waiting the six weeks? Agreed. Agreed. Um, so let's let's try and, and dive through this MLB situation. Um, it says, uh, basically, the commissioner started this. It was kind of the override. This was the deal that they agreed to back on March 26th. This was the one between the players and the owners. Um the commissioner basically took the steps and said, okay, well, we're going to go back to the original agreement, and this is what we're going to do. So prorated salaries, 60 games, uh, no expanded playoff, so only 10 playoff teams. You've got the play-in game, and then you got the uh, the two-divisional series and whatever. Um, I mean, 60 games ain't a lot in baseball. You know, well, could have been a hell of a lot more than 60 had they started a long-ass time ago. Yes, agreed. Um, so the other side of this is we're – we're going to get baseball unless the players decide to strike. Do you think that that is a possibility here? I, I don't know. And I think it's unlikely. I, but I think at this point it's unlikely. I mean, the damage that is done to this sport right now is, I, I don't know that there's any I mean, they lost three months. Three months they lost. They lost April, May, and June. Well, it's not even I, forget the losing months because with with sports being gone for right now with the pandemic, like it, you were going to miss some anyway. Yes, but, but you didn't have to miss all three. The the bickering going back and forth between the players and the owners, I think irreparably damaged the the sport in in the view of fans and whatnot. And you didn't have a ton anyway. I don't right? I don't know that anything's irreparable. I mean, if they come back and the product's really good and people are bored, people listen. So, and the reason I say it, I don't know that I agree with that is because people have missed baseball. Okay. We've yeah. noticed that it's not here. We've noticed that it's gone. Like if all of a sudden you start missing your ex, you know, it, it, it ain't over forever. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're, you're right. You got a, you got a valid point. Um, all right. So, so there's other on the field changes, right? There's, we got 60 games in basically, 70 to 75 days, something like that. So it, not a lot of time, not a lot of days off, not a whatever. And you don't want teams going into 15-inning games and that kind of stuff. So uh, the MLB and the union previously agreed to adopt the minor league rule for extra innings beginning every half inning after the ninth with a runner on second base, according to a report from USA Today. Um, it is set for only the regular season, and for now, at least for only 2020, the designated runner would be the person who made the final out in the prior half inning. Uh, the pitcher would not be charged with an earned run if that runner crosses home plate. It would be scored as if that runner reached via error, according to USA Today. Um, so, players are going to report by July 1st. 
They have shut down training facilities in Arizona and Florida. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, it, they're, they're still trying to figure out about the Marlins, the Rays, and the Diamondbacks. Well, then you've also got the Toronto Blue Jays that who knows what they're going to do. Um, All of those teams will just find another facility in America. I mean, this is not hard. There, there are zero college facilities being used. There are zero minor league facilities being used. Yeah. If St. Louis was one of these places that were shut down, guess what? Bring your ass to Memphis. You have a facility here. Yeah, that's true. This is this is this is not a complicated thing to find out because they all own two or three minor league franchises. So they'll just go to one of their minor league franchises in, in some other state. The state of Mississippi has several minor league baseball facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here are the the changes that you will see. Okay. The players and other team personnel that are not participating in the game will sit in the stands, separated by at least six feet. Um, celebratory contact is verboten. No high fives, no fist bumps, and uh, no hugs. The tradition of gross habits is on hiatus, so no spitting, no chewing tobacco, no sunflower seeds, etc. Uh, minimal distance between base runners, fielders, coaches, and umpires on the field will be encouraged as much as possible, which is going to be insane. Like, how... And so, are we stealing bases? Are we not? Like, isn't that kind of weird? Like, no, they're absolutely not going to change the game. I know, but is it like a minimal distance between base runners, uh, fielders, coaches, and umpires? Like, first base, you've got the umpire, the first baseman. Well, the umpire's a good eight feet away, always. That's, uh, Michael jumps in on Twitch, said, this is an absolute joke. I saw a post with players that said, uh, just tell us when and where. Obviously, they're both just pointing fingers at each other. Yeah, yeah pretty no, much. The players have done a really good job of making this look like it's all the owner's fault. And the owners are not blameless. They are usually the protagonist in these things. But this ain't all on them. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, it says a ball will be thrown out once it's been touched by multiple players, which is going to be a lot of baseballs. But they, they um, go through baseballs anyway. Like, yeah. literally – there are times where the pitcher will throw a pitch and the hitter doesn't like the way it looked and they'll just throw that baseball away and grab it. Like that. Yeah. They'll have to go back and clean it and whatnot. So yeah, all the time, uh, post game showers are discouraged as will be the use of taxis and ride shares. Players will be screened for temperature multiple times per day and tested for coronavirus multiple times per week. Anyone testing positive will be immediately quarantined. Two negative tests will be required for a possible return. So, um, this is weird. This is just weird as hell. Uh, like, I think some of these things are overblown. I really do. Listen, you're outside. You don't have I'm, – I'm not going to get into the laws and rules of physics of how this stuff works, okay? You know, I just I – you, you can't I, – I fully understand that if me and you are sitting in the same house, breathing the same air, we need to be six feet away. And I, I agree with those rules. I don't disagree with that, all right? Yeah. When you're outside in open air facilities, I I just don't understand why they're gonna we're gonna have people that are you know nine. I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The celebration stuff. You're in dugouts with these guys. You're in locker rooms with one another. Somebody hits a jack. They're getting they're getting some love, and I'm okay with that. Like I just want them to. I want it to look like baseball. If the guys go up there and all they're thinking about is germs and worry, you're going to have the greatest pitching performances we've ever seen in baseball. Yeah, you've got that right. You've 100% got that right. 
Um, all right, I guess, I mean, is that enough baseball talk? Do we need to hit on anything else with that? Nope. That's, I'm, I'm so, so call me, call me when they start. I'm done. I'm done. I told yeah. you I was done with the sport a month ago. I love these guys. I love this game. I'm always going to love it. I've just got that old man stuck mentality. It was the sport of my youth. It will never go away. Call me when they're done. Call me when they're starting to play, and I will show up. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into the chat right quick. Michael said ratings for baseball were already at a decline, right? How's this going to help anything? Uh, it's not, but I will say this. There's going to be a lot of people bored at home when this thing fires back up. So, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to have people that want to watch. So, now you're going to have to compete with football, but we'll see what happens. I think um, they're going to be fine, though. Here's the thing. It's really not that hard to avoid football, okay? Yeah. Monday night games, tough. Baseball plays in the day all the time. Yeah, just play. Day oh, games. I mean, literally, Chicago is known for day baseball. That's that's like what they do. So just don't play on Mondays, Thursdays, Sundays, and, and Saturdays. That's it. And if the college football is not playing, you start to play those day those nights. That's it. You play during the day all you want. Avoid. And if you if and you then, compete, so you can still have Sunday night baseball. You just know you're going to lose the ratings. But they've been they've had Sunday night baseball go against you know Sunday night football. Every year in August and September and October. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens. So it'll be fine. But the uh, rest of the week, the rest of the week, you'll own television. You'll own it. You got it. McKinnon have said, nine games on at once so we can pick which one we want. That's fine. Yeah. McKinnon make said, make the uh, league pass available for everybody and make your ratings go through the roof. That would be, yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'd love that. Uh, McKinnon said, hell, St. Louis could go to Springfield for that matter, which is considerably closer and where their double A team resides. Those teams with uh, with those issues would have zero issue finding a new residence for the yep. time being. It's turning into a he said, she said, childish stuff. Uh, yep. Michael said, Coors Field might have to uh, get a bigger humidor for more baseballs. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I think all of them will. Uh, ben said that players tried to play the victim with the whole win and wear thing, which is really annoying. Uh, Michael said, I'm with Chris. Shut up until you play. And he said, how many marriage problems are there going to be with the NBA, MLB, NFL, and NCAA going all week? Uh... I think about the same as usual, I would imagine, right? How many what problems? How many marriage problems? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, it, I mean, it just depends. Yeah, you're, you're already having problems with, with people that are stuck at home all the time uh, when they're not used to being around people all the time, right? So, or at least not the same people. Yeah, just, just as much as there's going to be a baby boom from this, there's also going to be a lot of divorce lawyers buying new bass boats, okay? You got that right. You got that right. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, let's dive off of baseball. Uh, Oh, Justin said, I thought y'all talked about sports. Why are you bringing up uh, the school up north and the worst off? Uh, with the Manning family. Oh, all right. That's going to dive us into this. Let's talk <laughs> Justin Miller, man. Uh, what? He's talking about Ole Miss. You oh, know he's God, a state guy. That school up north. How Yeah. How much of a little little kid complex do you have to have? <laughs> I thought that love with Dan Mullen, man. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, Ole Miss is retiring Eli Manning's number 10. And first off, I want to say this. How ridiculously high are the standards going to be? Are the expectations going to be for Arch Manning? No matter where he goes to school, his grandfather and both of his uncles have all had their jerseys retired at the colleges that they went to. Ole Miss has only got Archie Manning, um, Chucky Mullen, and Eli now. Like, that's it. Justin said a huge complex. You know me, Chris. Uh, (laughs) Tennessee has got Peyton's. Number retired. Uh, this is, I mean, it's super high expectations for Arch, who is Cooper's kid. Now he's going to meet him because we play this game by numbers, and the way the game is played now, he's going to blow away all three of their college numbers. Oh yeah, oh one hundred percent. But hey, he's going to start as a freshman. That's going to happen just about anywhere he goes. Okay, and yeah. then he's going to play four years because his family doesn't need the money. And they're probably going to watch the NFL to make sure they can handpick where he wants them to go, and I'm okay with that too. I don't see him coming out early. It, I, I I think this kid is going to blow away everybody's numbers just because of games. I mean, you say how Sam Bradford blew all their numbers away. Yeah, no, you're right. But you're the right. game is just different now. It's just such an offensive, explosive game. Now, the only way he doesn't do that is if he goes to Duke because they're just not going to run an offensive system that's going to showcase his things, which is his talents, which is why there's zero chance of that happening. You you might be right about that. Zero. The ceremony to retire the jersey is supposed to take place September 19th when Ole Miss hosts Auburn. Um, Eli, you know, 2000 to 2003, school's all-time leader in passing yards, 10,119 and touchdowns. He threw 84 uh, he is also the only Ole Miss football player ever to be selected with the number one pick in the NFL draft. He won the 2003 Maxwell Award, which is uh, for the best all-around player in college football. He finished third that year in the Heisman Trophy vote. Um, I I find it a little strange to be retiring the number of somebody that, that didn't even win his division. Like, that seems strange. I don't know. That's just the way that, that but, means they would never retire another. That means Mississippi State will never retire a number. Well, no, because State at least won their division. Like, that's, you know, under Jackie Sherrill, I mean, they went to the uh, How long ago camp. was that? I'm talking about in the future. I mean, that's like, going forward. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. I don't know. I, it just, I don't the know. Game of, the SEC game has changed to be a haves and a have-nots. You have to set your expectation for what is realistic. Eli Manning is the greatest player to ever play at Ole Miss. And, and if it's not Eli, it's his dad. 
So uh, he's he's he was a lot better than his dad. Now the game was way different. Yeah, the game was different. Yeah, that's, way that's different. What I'm saying. But he was better than his dad. He's the best player ever played at school. If yeah. you're not gonna hang his jersey up, then whose jersey you ever gonna hang up? Now you got a you got a massive point there. Um, you take a guy that's not close to this caliber of him, but for some weird reason things flip in the SEC and Lane Train gets it going and they win the division and they win an SEC. You gonna hang that guy's up before Eli, even though he's just a product of this new system? Come on, man. That's I, look, look. You have look, to I, have the best guy up there. I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think this is. Uh, Justin said Patrick Willis was better than Eli. Eh, I don't think so. Patrick I don't think Willis so. was great. Yes, great, probably, maybe the second best player to ever come out of Ole Miss. Yes. Uh, let's see. Ben said is the Maxwell Award a knockoff Heisman? They sound like the same thing. Yes, basically. Uh, for well, the most I don't part, know if it's a knockoff Heisman. I think the people that win the Maxwell Award have fared far better careers going forward than the Heisman. Yes, uh, the the Heisman has more to do with um, like the the best teams, really. Like that's that's really what that is. So the yeah. best player on the best team, or the, the the player that puts up the most stats on the best team. How's that? Um, and then the Maxwell is basically who is the best player in in football. I mean, yeah. Peyton didn't win the Heisman either. But he won the Maxwell. Won the Maxwell. Yeah. Like, there's there's a, a lot of great players that didn't win Heismans that won Maxwells, and they kind of went on to far better careers than the Heisman guys. Now, recently, uh, a lot of players that have won the Maxwell have also gone on to win the Heisman. Oh, yeah, no, no. But, it's, it's changing. Well, that, yeah. and that, I just think there's more of a consensus on who the best player is now than there used to be. Yes, yes, agreed. Uh, Michael said, yeah, he's done enough in a football career to get his jersey retired. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we, we had this conversation on whether or not Eli was a Hall of Famer, um, and I, I think, yeah. Like, I, I think I think he has. Um, and, yeah, I think he's he's worthy of having his jersey retired at Ole Miss. I think so. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, we'll see whether or not uh, there's a, a full he stadium. He did share for a division win because the SEC did that back then. Yeah, he he did share for one of those. They've uh, they've got that banner hung up. That so. was his senior year. Yep, 2003, and they, they lost to LSU. So, LSU went on to play for the national championship. And, I mean, really, Ole Miss would have – I mean, could Ole Miss have played for a national championship had they had they won that game? Yeah, I mean, we we had the same record. I mean, everything was identical in that game. I mean, the only difference was uh, Ole Miss had already lost a game to Memphis that year. So, well, and we lost to Kentucky. Yeah, but we lost in right. overtime. We lost it. That was yeah. that was the that was the year where we we were undefeated in regulation. Ben jumps in and says John Rice Plumley uh, Plumley is going to be really good. He's a dark horse Heisman candidate. Uh, you can bet money on that if you'd like. I'll take that action if you if you just want to. I think Plumley a friendly person to take that money. Plumley fit better in last year's system with Rich Rodriguez than he. Was I don't in care Lakers. about systems. I think so, if you can play, you can play. You know me. I don't well, give, yeah, but I, don't I, I, I just that stuff. he's not a very. Plumley could be fine. He could he be fine. Be, he's just not proven to be an accurate pass. I will pass. not be afraid of any odds you want for Plumley for Heisman. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't I think it's gonna happen. Me. All right, let's move on from that. Tuscaloosa Mayor Walt Maddox came out and caused a. Uh, ben said that's what we were saying about Burrow. Just saying. I don't think so. I just. I don't. I don't buy it. I don't think it's the same. I don't think he's got the same supporting cast. But I mean, I've been proven wrong before, so we'll see. 
We'll see. All right. Tuscaloosa Mayor Walt Maddox says that the lack of a college football season in 2020 would cost, and, and this is what he initially said, it would cost Tuscaloosa over $2 billion. And that story went viral, right? Just absolutely insane. The problem is it wasn't entirely true. He had to come back and, and recant that today. It would cost the city of Tuscaloosa about $200 million. However, it would cost the Tuscaloosa metro area uh, an economic impact of like $2.1 billion, right? So that's everything all the way up to Birmingham, basically, if there is no college football season. How does, so, how does a, a city the size of Tuscaloosa have a metro area? The, the metro area basically extends... Uh, 100 miles around away. Tuscaloosa? Yeah, basically. I guess that's, that's what you'd call that's it. That's just the most asinine thing I've ever seen in my life. It, so the whole, half the state of Alabama, you're right. <laughs> it might cost much. half the state of Alabama, because that's what that is, by the way. Well, it's, it's all the way up to Birmingham and then over. So, yeah, that entire area right there, it would cost over $2 billion. That's based on hotels and restaurants and it, whatever, right? All of that different stuff that comes in. Um, and this that's is why nobody believes politicians when they say things because they say dumb shit all the time. Now, the, the $2 billion just in Tuscaloosa was asinine. The $2 billion in that entire you're region... you're the mayor of Tuscaloosa, why do you care about any state or city other than yours? He, he really shouldn't be. Um, but I think Unless he, those other cities are giving him some cheese. I think I doubt that. I doubt that. Um, oh, I don't think you understand how politics work. I mean, maybe so. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumps in and says, oh, well, Ben said, boo-hoo, raise the taxes. Joseph said, $2 billion or $200 million, but you still don't want to pay the player something. Um, Michael said, boo-boo, join the club. They're not the only one that's going to hurt from no college football. That's what I'm trying to get to here, right? This was not supposed to be just an Alabama segment. This is the loss of college football. Doesn't just hurt. The, the colleges. It doesn't just hurt the universities. It hurts is, college towns. It hurts a ton of college towns. There's 130. No, nah, it don't Division hurt 130 one. of them, though. It, some of them are not going to hurt as bad as others. Philadelphia, Arkansas has two colleges. Two of them, of those 130, right across the street from one another, won't get hurt a lick. Who is in Arkadelphia? Henderson and Washita. No, that's what I'm saying. There's 130 Division One. Whatever. I assure you. I assure you, half of those aren't going to be hurt. And then there's even more that are Division Three, et cetera. They're not going to have a, none of those are going to be hurt. No, but the Division Ones that where there's the television issues, there's the hotels, there's the restaurants, there's all that kind of mess. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Uh, the city of Memphis took a massive nosedive yes. because of the oh, lack of Grizzlies so, games. I was just about to say. The Grizzlies, uh, Memphis and May canceling, just so many things not happening in all of these cities. Yes, COVID is costing lots of money and lots of jobs. Yeah. Here's the problem. This is the first thing that's actually affecting these small college towns because they probably haven't felt much of an effect from COVID throughout this whole thing because they don't have but three or 400 people that live there when it's non college students are there. Okay. These aren't big cities. All right. And a couple thousand people. Yeah. Okay. When, when, when school is in session, 
their population grows by, you know, a thousand times. All right. Yeah. This is, yes, you're finally getting hurt by COVID. Yes. It's going to hurt college towns. Um, If there's nothing in your town, but colleges, you're going to feel the wrath because your whole economy is one thing. Yes. A hundred percent. Ben said Philly is a college town, according to Gary. I, I like Ben trying to jump in here and, and dive on me a little bit. That's fine. That's fine. I'll remember this. I'll remember this. Michael said teams in bigger cities won't hurt, like Austin, yeah. but small cities like College Station will definitely be hurting. Yeah, and and you're also going to feel an economic impact in Houston because College Station is relatively close to Houston. Like yeah, this but is Houston. Houston's a big city. If other things are open and do, if their economy's going, then then they're not going to be hurt as bad. Not as bad. Austin. But it's still something that that people count on, right? Restaurants count on this kind of stuff. Hotels well, yeah, count. Yeah, but on. everything has been closed for four months. Agreed. Uh, Damien said, "This is the reason why I ask: uh, Why the hell should we vote at all when all we do every year is just vote for corrupted politicians in office every time?" I don't know that Walt Maddox is corrupt. I think he was just wrong. Like he was wrong on his numbers. So, and it, it discussing all of this, like there's an entire story over at al.com discussing the uh, the the misplaced comma because it should have been closer to 200 million as opposed to 2 billion um, but that's just based on Tuscaloosa right so is what it is the Alabama football program themselves uh, brought in 156 million dollars last year based on ticket sales concessions uh, whatever now the city of Tuscaloosa more so because of hotels because of Restaurants, because of all the stuff that goes on around the school, right? So, uh, let's see. Ben said, "Do Sam- you think the average median, the, the median income in Tuscaloosa goes up when college students come to town?" No, I doubt that. I, I think it does. You think the median goes up? Yeah, in Tuscaloosa, yeah. I think I think most of those college kids have more money than most of the people. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but, I mean, th- their net worth is not that but like as far as the money that comes in yeah i think so what they have ben said san diego phoenix minneapolis all college towns yeah i yeah. swear to god i if if i was a student athlete if i was good enough to be anything special where somebody would have paid for my college and i could have had room board full ride everything anybody who doesn't pick san diego state is just a fool they just a fool and i don't know how to explain anything else to you i might agree with that I might agree with that. My daughter that, wants to go to UCLA. That place is so. the definition of paradise. Yeah. Um, all right, so Michael said he was accidentally wrong, though, Gary. He just knew, or he knew he was wrong and still put out the statement. Now, it wasn't a statement. It was part of an interview. Um, and he actually came back. He said, the thing that's interesting, uh, Maddox said, is that people would even consider that in the realm of possibility, but its impact would be felt far and wide in our community. Uh, the fact is, Alabama has arrived if $2 billion can be mentioned and it's not easily dismissed. I think that speaks to the power of the program itself and the success that they've had, which is just ridiculous. Like, obviously. <laughs> Play into his base. I swear. Play into I his swear. base. Um, yeah, it's just it, the whole thing's crazy. So they're, they're planning on an influx of students uh, ahead of the August 19th planned opening of the fall semester. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. With uh, with no students on campus right now, they are losing uh, an average of $2 million in taxes each month. So, this is crazy. Michael said, I'd love to be an Aztec. San Diego is heaven. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the best place to go to school uh, anywhere. So, in my opinion. 
I have a I have a cousin that is at uh, Pepperdine. Um, that's not that's not shabby. That's Malibu. So Malibu is not that too is bad. Uh, not not too shabby either. That's uh, Ben heard me. He said, uh, "Hopefully, she has a four point eight GPA because UCLA admissions for out of state kids is ridiculous." Yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to talk her into going to Stanford. That doesn't seem to be working. Uh, her second choice, if not UCLA, is USC. So it is. I'm starting to figure out that she Those just wants are, to be in LA. I, I, L- LA. LA is just not a city I think I want to be in. I'm doing Diego, my best. Woo, take me about two hours south, though. She she's going to be a sophomore, uh, sophomore, yeah. a sophomore uh, next year. So, you know, I, I've, I've got about three years. I got about three years to talk her out of it. So we'll we'll figure that out. Damien said, uh, "Is this one of the colleges that got paid off by these famous rich people just to get their kids to stay in the schools?" I'm sure that that has gone on at Alabama, but as of right now, no. There's no FBI investigation uh, into that sort of thing. But if you if you told me that that happened at every major state university in the country, uh, I would believe it 100%. Like, I think it goes on everywhere. Uh, Michael said Malibu is too snobby. Uh, they don't change the weather, man. <laughs> I mean, it's nice out there. I like it. I like how it looks. Everything looks all right. All right, uh, you ready to move on? Last topic. All right, last topic of the day. NFL attendance. The policies are being left to each individual team. It is going to be based on city and county, you know, restrictions, etc. I believe, and the reason why I put this in our show topics today, uh, because it was just announced like an hour before our show, I believe Chris is correct on taking all of the overs. Every team has the opportunity now to set whatever they want their attendance to be. They can have full stadiums if they want them. They can set 50%. But if you got the opportunity, why not just go ahead and open the whole thing up and, hey, we'll put a little waiver on the back of the ticket. If you buy this ticket and you show up at the game, you are responsible for whatever happens to you. That's right. I I think you're right. I think that's going to happen. Now that we've said we're going to let the owners decide if they want fans or not, now now this is a horse of a different color. Yes. Now Chris is going to NFL games. Uh, Michael said, so California teams are screwed. Um, oh, no. I See, I disagree. I'm standing pat on. I think these NFL owners that are in the cities that they play in have enough power, have enough leverage that they will dictate laws. I, I agree. I agree 100%. The people that have the money in this country, they make dictate the, the laws. Yeah, they make the rules, They and that's what's going to happen here. Uh, I would – you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, anybody that that doesn't believe that we're going to have, you know, full stadiums to start this thing off in, in August and September. I just, I, I think, I just, I just, I'm just believing. I don't know what, I don't know what this virus is going to do between now and then. I know this, butts are going to be in many, 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 many seats in the NFL. Michael said Newsom will find a way to screw it up. We can bet on that. I don't know that he's going to have an opportunity. I think, I think there's, there's a pretty big swing and dick in there called Stan Kroenke is going to yeah. say, listen, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you got the 49ers, you got the Rams, and you got the Chargers. Um, I mean, that's and that's just those three. You know, you got other ones across the entire country. You got two teams in in New York that basically play in New Jersey, right? 
So and they do play in New Jersey. Now, basically, it is New Jersey. Well, and then you've got Buffalo that's actually in New York. You've got I mean, Buffalo's the only one in New York. You, you've got all kind of different stuff. I'm uh, I'm curious to see, but I really think that that they're just going to open this thing up. And hey, if you want to come in, we'd be we'd be glad to have you. Listen, I think that's what it's going to be. I agree. I <laughs> I could not agree more. I think it's going to happen. Michael said, "Do the Chargers really count though?" They count. Yeah, they, they count. Now, now, see, this is where they're going. They're going to be able, like, like them and the Redskins are going to be able to get some woke points because they're going to say we're only going to allow a quarter of the people to come in. When fact of the matter is, it was only historically going to be a they anyway. only have a quarter of the people. There. <laughs> but they're not going to social distance them. They're going to push them all down to a lower bowl so they can at least have it look decent on TV. Damien said, I don't think we need to open the stadiums yet to the public. It's too soon to do that, especially with the protests still happening. Um, I mean, you're, we're still months away, you know? Yeah. Like, I, we, we still got all of July, or the rest of June, all July, all of August. And then we'll see. Uh, Michael said, the Chargers have to be happy. Less fans from visiting teams. Yeah, I suppose that would be a good thing. Yeah. Um, but as far the as, The only like, winner in this would be the Chargers. Pretty much, pretty much. Damien... Um, with uh, saying that he doesn't think the stadiums need to open, uh, especially with the protests still happening, like it, I don't know. I don't know how those things are related. I don't. I don't understand that either. But I also don't think that we're still going to be having protests in two months. But even um, if we are, I don't. I don't get I don't how think those it matters, things are yeah. related. Like, a, why? Why should the people that are going out protesting be allowed to to be out in the street in groups, and other people not be allowed to go into stadiums? Like especially outdoor stadiums. Well, I mean, what if the people protesting want to go to games? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they have lives outside of that. You're talking about two hours of a week. Yeah, I mean, it's we're not talking long uh, for ben, eight weeks a year. Hey, Ben wanted to correct you, by the way. He said the Redskins won't have any woke points. Just check their team name. Well, okay that that is that is correct. That's true. That is correct. That they will not have woke points. They 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 lose a lot from from that. Snyder yeah. will find a way to try to spin this to a positive. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael said, open it up. If you're worried about COVID, just stay home. Yeah, now I can yeah. see him opening it up, uh, and everybody is required to wear a face mask or something like that. Um, but they're, they're going to find a way to get people in the stadium. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd almost guarantee that. So, yeah. all right. Is there anything else that has happened that we need to touch on today or that we want to touch on? <laughs> no. All right. That works for me. Shorter show than usual today, but that's all right. Uh, if you guys would so kindly hit the share button, let all your buddies know about the show. Make sure you are subscribed on the podcast and at any of the different live locations. Go over and check out the website, winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. Michael said, thanks, fellas. Hey, thank you. Thanks to everybody that jumps in the chat every day. You drive the show. You make it worth coming in and watching. We have a blast with y'all every single time. Uh, we will see y'all again tomorrow. But first off, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.